Speaking of Mel Tucker, David Jesse with the Chronicle, longtime Detroit Free Press education uh, writer, uh, a good man when it comes to giving both sides of the story. He wrote a column over the weekend uh, at the Chronicle in regards to the timeline and why these things keep happening at Michigan State. And David is standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, David. Thanks for having me. All right. So uh, in your work uh, last week, uh, leading up to that column uh, that I retweeted that people can find at the Chronicle, uh, what did you come up with in terms of why situations uh, that blow up on Michigan State leadership keep happening in East Lansing? Well, it all goes back to the to the Larry Nasser case. And remember when that came out and it was determined that they had looked the other way, that they'd actually cleared him at one point. You know, there was lots of questions raised about why board members in particular were there and what their role was and why they wanted to be on the board. You know, there was a number of athletes. There was a lot of, they took a lot of trips. Uh, you know, they wanted to be in the suites at football games, basketball. They wanted the status of being a, a board member. And you're still seeing that play out here um, in this one. I talked to Rachel Denhollander, the first uh, woman to come forward uh, publicly about Larry Nasser. And she said the same, she said the same thing. Look, at this is what we talked about with them those many years ago. In fact, Rachel and other survivors uh, worked with a couple board members and got this big reform plan to put together that was going to help bring transparency, help put new processes in place at Michigan State. And the board voted it down. They they decided they weren't going to go ahead with it. And so now you have kind of this reaction where they're doing it once again, sticking their heads in the sand. I don't understand, you know, as you were talking about with your previous guests, what changed, you know, you got to agree with Mel Tucker. He's right. They knew about this in March, you know, the stuff that they used to fire him yesterday. What's changed since then? David Jesse, uh, he's an educational reporter for the Chronicle, former Detroit Free Press reporter joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah, that was the one thing that stuck out to me because when they knew, you you say that, David, uh, Title IX, the Civil Rights Office, uh, did Haller know? Did somebody on the Board of Trustees know? Uh, did the interim president know? Because uh, the, the biggest question in this story to me is why, if you feel you have enough now, even beyond Title IX and the moral turpitude and public ridicule clause, why did you not suspend Mel Tucker last spring or at the latest before fall practice started in July? Yes, exactly. And they'll claim, well, we didn't want to know because we didn't want to influence and we wanted to protect the privacy of those involved. But when you talk to experts, the folks who do this for a living, and I've talked to them, other media members have talked to a bunch of them, you can go out and read a bunch of stuff about it, there's no privacy in the university itself. The privacy is not releasing the names to me, right? <laughs> to write about for everybody to read, for, to release the names to you so we can talk about it on the, on the radio. But when you have a high-profile person, and Mel Tucker certainly is high-profile as you can get at Michigan State, maybe other than Tom Izzo, why wasn't the president briefed on this from the get-go? And as soon as they were told... As soon as he made his comments in March, why weren't they, why wasn't the president, why wasn't the athletic director briefed on those remarks? And they could have acted, they could have acted then instead of waiting until, waiting until September. So to me, the question is not only 
who knew, but if nobody knew, that seems to be just as damning. What about the Jones Day law firm and Michigan State not going to an independent outside investigation? And again, things that they didn't learn with Nasser and were forced to go to the outside investigations. I think even brought in the feds, right? Or Michigan State Police, if I remember, uh, back during the Nasser story. Well, why not hire an outside investigator? Because my first thought now with the lack of trust with MSU leadership, David, is that I don't know if I'm going to be able to believe anything that's in that Jones Day final report. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And I don't know that we're actually going to see it. They, there's no commitment to, you know, they didn't say we're releasing this to the public. And, you know, Jones Day was hired to track, just to track the leak, you know. No one's been hired to look at what happened here. Did this process work? What can they learn from it? You know, to me, that's the more important thing than an alleged leak. We don't know for sure that her name, that her name was leaked. And, you know, speaking of someone who gets leaks all the time, it's going to be very hard to track down who leaked that story. People, sources who want to leak stuff are generally pretty creative uh, at getting information to reporters in ways that uh, protect themselves. David Jesse, educational reporter for The Chronicle. Uh, his story over the weekend I have up at The Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, why these types of things keep happening at MSU. David, from following MSU, is there a transparency fix here? Is there a procedural process they could uh, put in place next week that you think could turn this negative PR ship around? I, I mean, I think they should. I think they should come out and be as transparent as possible. I think they should pledge to. They should pledge to release the Jones Day report. I think they should hire an outside investigator to do that uh, that report. Remember, they also have uh, investigations going on for their handling of the business school dean and some allegations there. Um, you know, they got that re- they got that report out that dinged the, um, the current interim president for the action she took when she was provost. You know, I, they just need to tell information and be straight. And then, you know, board members and administrators need to look at who, why they are there. You know, are they really there to do governance? Are they really there to do their job of oversight? And if so, they they need to do it. And we'll see. Uh, you know, you would think after after the seismic shock of Nasser and and nearly a billion dollars when you look at what they paid out in settlements and money spent on lawyers and investigations at a school as big as Michigan State would have learned their lesson, and it's obvious uh, they haven't. David Jesse, I appreciate uh, the information. Anytime.